Welcome to the Back Pain Podcast with Rob and Dave, the only show geared specifically to help educate you about your back pain. We talk to the experts to bust the myths, break down the science, and give you all the top tips for living pain-free. So if you're driving to work, tidy in the house, or even laid up at home in pain, we have something for everyone. Welcome back to the Back Pain Podcast, episode 49. We're talking your backs and your hips. Do not go out of place. So many people come to us describing their back or their hips or their pelvis to be out of place or misaligned. You know, I'm, I'm sure you see that as well, as well, Dave. Yeah, do you know what? It's something we get told quite a lot. Oh, my hips slipped out, my back slipped uh, out. Um, it, it's quite a... Um, uh, quite a um, an emotive use of language. I mean, look, this is a turn of phrase that gets used by manual therapists, uh, patients, doctors, people in the media, um, and it's been used by for quite some time actually. Um, now, look, I can pretty much guarantee that those doctors, those therapists out there, they know that the joints aren't actually truly out of place. Uh, it, it's just not anatomical poss- anatomically possible. But it does provide a really convenient and simplistic way of describing things. So to say, look, a joint's gone out of place, we need to put it back in, that's pretty simple, right? I get it, you get it, doesn't take much time. It creates a nice, easy way of explaining things. But if I can make some enemies out there, I'm going to say this is actually a bit lazy from us practitioners. It's quite outdated and it can often lead to misunderstanding amongst patients because of using that language. Oh, for sure. I I totally agree. But however... You know, to clarify, from the patient perspective, we can totally understand why it feels like that. You know, when you have some pain, your body doesn't quite feel right. It doesn't move as well. You know, you feel stiff, you feel tight, you feel sore. And if you have a really acute pain, it's often really quite difficult or challenging to even move in, in certain directions. And that mm. resulting stiffness, the change in movement, you know, the inflam- inflammation that's going on, everything that happens when we have an acute injury can make it feel like something has gone out of place. However, did, you know, for the people listening, did you know that our spinal joints and our hip joints, and our pelvic joints are actually some of the strongest joints in the body? You know, as we discussed with Mark Glaslett on uh, two episodes ago, um, you know, and whilst they technically can go out of place, that isn't without significant trauma. So we're talking car crash level trauma. I think on that episode, he described, you know, unless you, you know, are currently pregnant or you had a car crash on the way here, nothing is, you know, nothing is out of place or, or you know. <laughs> Yeah, or, or you know, like that so you know such the extent that you know if your hip or your spine went out of place you're going to be highly highly unlikely to be walking walking into one of our clinics or into your gp practice or or anything like that absolutely i mean look there's a name for a joint out of place we all know it it's a dislocation uh people don't come in with dislocated pelvic joints it's just a misuse of that term yeah oh no for sure and as you said if, if something's dislocated as you know you you need you need to be in the in the a and e or the emergency department for the american listeners <laughs> no so you know we know that, that spinal joints don't just slip in and out of place but due to this nature of this language and over used due to the nature of this language that's been used over the years manipulation is still suggested and prescribed by many therapists to just pop 
pop joints back in again, aren't they? That's it. And it's that kind of like pop it in, pop it out, pop it in, pop it out. Um, I think a lot of this comes from the historical models of treatment from yeah, chiropractors, osteopaths, physiotherapists, anyone in a manipulative or um, a manual type therapy um, uh, who offer spinal manipulation. And that was to put the bone back in place. There's something called a, a bone out of place model. Um, a patient would come in with pain. We told them that their spine was out of line. We'd pop it back into place and they'd feel an immediate improvement in pain. However, research has moved on a lot since then. We've got proper imaging. We're able to tell what's going on now. Um, A manipulation just doesn't work in that way. I I mean, as mentioned above, bones and joints just don't go magically out of alignment. It's nice to say, let's get your spine in line. I won't put my hand up and admit I've used that term before by accident. I catch myself. Mustn't say that, Dave. It's actual nonsense. You're already in line. We're just going to help the movement. Yeah. And for people that benefit from manipulation, this isn't saying that that's a, a problem. Many people do get benefit from manipulation. And it's not a problem that you do. If you found something that works for you and improves your pain and allows you to function and do some exercise and some rehab, brilliant. You know, we know when manipulation, when it's a, we know manipulation, when it's appropriately used is good for improvements in pain for all sorts of neurological and very, very complicated reasons, you know, often down to your beliefs and your expectations as well, have a large impact on that as well. And, you know, I don't know if we want to go into too much detail about how manipulation actually works, Dave. <laughs> it might be a conversation for another day. I think that might be a podcast in itself. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the me- uh, manipulation itself, the movement of two joints, it actually acts like a mechanical painkiller. Let's leave it there without going too deep into the neurology. Um <clears throat> Both manually and mechanically, it can provide a solution to decrease a bit of pain and improve your function. And most importantly, move more. It can allow you to back up those changes with exercises, with proper movement, um, with uh, proper good spinal hygiene or movement hygiene, whatever you want to call it. Stop slumping is what we're saying, guys. Um, But you can do that once you can load that tissue properly and a mechanical manipulation or a movement of that joint can aid that. I love it. I'm getting it done later on today. I'm at work um, in a full shift of chiropractic shoving people's joints around, not back in or back out, but creating better movement to allow them to then maneuver and take care of themselves from that. But if if it's um, done right, then, uh, and it's done right by a knowledgeable and and, uh, experienced practitioner, this can be a super safe and effective way to feel great again. Um, I love it. So, why is it a problem? Why does it matter if you think your hips are out of alignment and then you go and visit someone to get them realigned again? You know, if it feels good and someone feels better afterwards, what's the harm in, you know, how we call it or what we call it? Well, that's a really good point. Um, Yeah, what's it matter what we call it if it does the same thing? We started this podcast to improve um, and bust, if you like, any myths or regularly used phrases, sayings or treatments that we felt uh, weren't quite right and weren't helping out the patient, weren't helping you guys at home. Uh, We're not setting out to make anyone feel bad. We're not telling that you're wrong. Um, This is just something that we're trying to bring to light. Yeah, and, and one of the reasons that we want to change this narrative is that false beliefs around treatments and exercises and problems with people's bodies can promote what we call fear avoidance behavior, i.e. You may, you may now be afraid of 
doing certain activities for fear of your back going out and then a dependency on a certain type of practitioner to put it back in again when this should never be the case as clinicians and therapists we should be helping you with improving your resilience i.e empowering you and letting you know what you can do not what you should be avoiding and then helping you come up with a plan to help you achieve that ultimately that's it. I mean, our job is to show you that us as human beings are incredibly resilient. There's that word again, we're incredibly resilient. Our bodies are awesome. Our spine and hips can cope really well with the day-to-day stresses that we put on it. Yes, look, you can accumulate little injuries, stiff bits, niggles. And yeah, do you know what? Sometimes you can get big, bad pain. Yeah, but your body is, is designed to heal. It's designed to function. It's designed to move. So with appropriate self-management, and sometimes the introduction of some help from someone else, your body will generally do its best and, and in the vast, vast majority of the time, heal itself with very little uh, need for any further assistance. Absolutely. Your body's an awesome thing. Look, you certainly don't need putting back in place every time you play a tennis match or sleep in a funny position. Um, and that's what we're here to tell you. It, it's a small change in the language, but we think that has a big effect on how you view your treatment, how you view your own body and how you view your ability to heal. Fantastic. I think that's um, <laughs> that's us off our soapbox now, Rob. I think this is certainly yeah. a soapbox that we've been wanting to do for, for quite a while. <laughs> Absolutely. It's something we see time and time again. Um, and again, it's it, like we said, it's not trying to say that anyone is wrong. Anyone has the wrong idea. But to change the way that we uh, communicate these things, I think, creates a huge impact down the line. Um, and if you're listening at home, um, if you have any doubts about this or any questions, anything, oh, that's not quite what I've been told. Talk to your practitioner, your chiro, your physio, your doctor, whoever you're seeing for your back pain. Or if you're not seeing someone for your back pain, call up your local chiro, physio, osteo, doctor, whoever it is. I bet that they'll very happily go into that further detail with you about the treatment, the effects that it has and your body and what actually is going on. I guarantee anyone that's looking after you will say, actually, do you know what? Yeah, we use that phraseology, that in or out of place, just because it keeps it simple and it makes it easy. Hands up, I've been a bit lazy. (laughs) Yeah, and and often, you know, in in the practitioner language you know when patients come to see us and they've might have been seeing someone for a very long time and they've got a belief that something's out something's in whatever it may be you know it it takes a long time to unpack those beliefs you know and no one's going to from day one sit you down and say no you're wrong you know so it takes a while to kind of change that narrative and change those, those beliefs if you know if you've been having one particular treatment for 20 years and it's brilliant and it's worked fantastic you know that that's that's not a not a not a problem at all but it's, uh, it's just about changing that narrative and it, it takes time. It, you know, it's not a, a quick thing to, to do really, is it? No. And you know, it might seem like a small thing. It might seem petty, but this will have a big impact then on people's improvements down the line. And that's what we're here for. Exactly. And it also, if you, if you have any further questions about this, you can always ask us. So you can reach out to us on our Facebook page at the back pain podcast or Instagram at the back pain podcast or even Twitter at the back pain pod underscore. So at the back pain podcast wasn't available for that one. We do our best to answer all of the questions that come through the social media or even email hello at the back pain podcast. And you never know, we might even turn your whole question into an entire episode. So all of the links for all of those are in the show notes below or simply search the back pain podcast anywhere and we will pop up, no doubt. Awesome. Fantastic. I think we've uh, I think we've made our point, Rob. Off the soapbox. Off the soapbox. Over and out. <laughs>